let's just keep going. Let's just jump in. Let's just jump in. Happy New Year, dear Happy listeners. New Year to y'all. Did you make it? Did you did you blow your brains out? Yeah. Or did you, you know, stay in one piece and get a blow job when the ball drop? Did your balls drop? Or did your ovaries drop? Did your panties drop? When the ball dropped. I'm using the word. I get paid every time I use the word drop. Jeez, oh, all right. Well, <laughs> get it in there, man. <laughs> a drop. <laughs> With that one, I think you have to give like the Beastie Boys yeah, a dollar. Yeah, I have to give the, be- the Beastie Boys on the far side money. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you can't say it quite that way without owing them. So, yeah. But my D, you know, just <laughs> two of them will kick my ass. <laughs> so uh, I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And this is Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's launch into this. <laughs> nice. You, you and the segues. <laughs> Completely unforced. Woo. Woo. Wow. We're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Yeah, I don't want to die. But you know what? I got to say, it for me, it depends on the day of the week. Like, if it's Monday, I'm like, yeah, let the nukes fly. Okay. Fuck really? It. You know, it's like, I don't want to go in, you know? But if it's Friday, I'm like, uh, I got two days off after this. Like, can we just save it for Monday? Yeah. So, basically. So, basically, Armageddon should come on a Monday. Yes, it should. Also, on the Monday after Infinity War has premiered, mm. but we've all seen it. Yes. Because that was one of the first thoughts I've had. Also, you know, my loving wife, but <laughs> covering them tracks. Um, <laughs> I love you, baby. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I just want, you know, us to have seen what the MCU has led up to. Yeah, absolutely. That, I, I was... I was watching that trailer like like crazy last week. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Just just to listen to um, uh, Thanos's lines because he he says them with such uh, with such weight, and it's gonna just set the tone for the entire movie. You know, I love the line where he's like, where he's like, to feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail all the same. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like oh. Like he's just coming to own people, you know. The the line that I really loved is the f- one that kicks it off. W- the one that Thanos says, he's just like, "I know what it's like to lose." <laughs> no, what he says, what he says is, "In time, you will know what it's like to lose." Oh, in time, you'll know what it's like to lose. Yeah. Okay. Damn, that's some cold blooded shit. <laughs> and from, he says, "From it, old Meatbeard." He says it so matter of factly, like, "I'm here." to fuck your whole shit up <laughs> and there's nothing that you can really do about it like at all you know even even his l- last line he's like dread it run, run from, from it. it destiny still arrives um, and then he just walks yeah. onto earth and looks around like yep i'm gonna kick this shit hole <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna bust open a new asshole onto this planet um Damn. Yeah, that's I, I'm just, you know, uh, I'm excited for the movie and I don't want uh, to be obliterated or vaporized. Right. Because, uh, you know, <laughs> of a dick measuring contest. Oh, God. 
Uh, what, what is happening? What is happening? Dear listeners, so Kim Jong-un essentially said, you know, uh, the my nuclear button is always in my office and it's always ready to go. And somehow, you know, because because Trump is usually such a cool cucumber. Oh, man. Cool under pressure. Smooth, smooth was his nickname in some alternate universe that doesn't exist. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and he just had to pop off at the moment. He's just like, my button is way bigger. Um, it's always in the office and it works. I'm like, <laughs> God, what? The, you, really? That's that's what you're tweeting as the president? Like, He's just basically saying, my dick is huge. Yeah. And at the drop of a hat, I will slam it down onto the nuclear warhead button and obliterate you because my dick is huge. Ugh. You know, the, and the thing is, this is all just a distraction. Like, I'm sure that, um, like, his cabinet, the generals just read that tweet and they were just like, this guy knows, like, the button doesn't directly launch the nukes it's not like a uh it's not a firecracker yeah. you know it's like <laughs> i just imagine like like um you know he has a bust of like george washington that <laughs> the jawline opens up and then uh, there's the button there's the lone button. <laughs> that's the it's one like how you call batman in the old like <laughs> adam west series i was thinking exactly the same thing <laughs> i think that's probably the one they give him so he can pretend like he has oh, the power. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if he actually presses it, like, um, nothing but gummy bears will just explode. <laughs> I was thinking, like, just a, like, uh, uh, like food, like, scraps of, like, uh, uh, ex-employees um, rain down into a basement. And uh, Kellyanne Conway skitters out and just oh. <laughs> gorges herself on oh. the on the meats of like Anthony Scaramucci, <laughs> Sean Spicer, Omarosa Newman. Oh my God. She's like, the meats is mine. Kelly, I can't would do anything for the rest of I can't do fucking <laughs> Gollum for shit. <laughs> I just. I sound like Gollum's stupid brother, Rick. <laughs> Damn. Enough of that. Anyway, let's get back to shitting ourselves with fear. Okay? Look, I I, th I feel like this is what uh, Trump and his gang are going to do every few months. They're going to uh, dangle the whole nuclear threat in front of all of us. And, you know, just to... Just to make it a, a distraction. I mean, excuse me a second. A little, little bit of gas from that soda. Um, excuse us. Sorry. What? What's wrong with me having manners? Oh, okay. We're going there, huh? I didn't know you went to finishing school for podcast hosts. Uh, no, mijo lindo. Oh, come on now. Let's not go there. Listeners. Now you're, you're, you're hurting me. Like 10, like ten minutes ago. Pablo's parents called him, and I could just hear them doting on him. It's just like, mi amor, you know, don't go out in the snow tomorrow. Look, I can't help it if my parents love me. Uh, love me. You know, they have another kid. <laughs> That's true. 
they act like there is another. <laughs> um, but uh, anywho, yes, yeah, um, so let's get it's, back. It's all... <laughs> I'm just gonna keep that yeah, one in my you, pocket. You son of a bitch! I, I'm gonna <laughs> bust that card yeah. out. Yeah, that's gonna right. be how I'm, I start 2018. Fine. But <laughs> ammo. So, uh, but uh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna bust this out every you know every once in a while just to scare everybody and just to distract from what really needs to happen. I mean, they got. They got kind of walloped uh, at the end of 2017. They lost several elections. Uh, Mueller is not going away, no. like at all. He's no. just, he's just sort of. <laughs> I, I know that Trump must look out of the Oval Office window sometimes at night and just see like Mueller just walking by the gate, sort yeah. of like that episode of The Simpsons where Bort um, skateboarded past um, Bart's house, like. Oh, not what, what, is it? They, when they had solved the uh, the um, the mystery before Lisa and Bart could, yeah, and Lester was his name. Lester, Lester thank right. you, thank you, Lester. Oh, fuck, I'm nerdy. And he was just <laughs> he was just sitting on his couch, and he just heard the skateboard first, <laughs> and he just skated past that and just gave him like a look, and that music played like boom, ding. <laughs> I, and I have to admit. Like, that was one of the few Simpsons moments that actually genuinely creeped me out. Oh, really? Yeah, there was something so, like, eerily meta about it. I was just Yeah, like, because it's like a, a, a version of Bart that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's what Trump sees when he sees Mueller. He's like, <laughs> that was me in another life. In you another know, dimension. Yeah, he, in another dimension that he, doesn't exist. He never served. He never he was never decorated for valor. You yeah. Know, so. That's right. Mueller went to Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, it's like he he actually did shit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, he earned his fucking stripes and you know Trump, what did he earn? Like a one thirty eight bowling score? <laughs> <laughs> fucking dickhead. I wonder I wonder how long it'll be before Trump pulls a bush. In terms of like flying into an aircraft carrier and, and saying mission accomplished, yeah, and saying some he's shit done like that, that like five hundred times over in different ways. Has he really? Yeah, he killed all of the Japanese consulates koi fish uh, by emptying out the uh, hit the 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 koi fish like food into like the the prime minister's oh my god uh, like pond. Uh, what else did he do? He shoved, I think, the prime minister of Spain. Remember, he shoved him aside, and he was like, "I'm here." Oh yeah, at the at the summit. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They were all other world leaders just standing around commiserating, and he's like, "Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. you know, you guys can't talk without me." You know, actually, like pushed his way through, fixed his suit, like, and put his chin up the way he yeah. fucking does. Like, I'm here, like a guy that's been handed like. Everything throughout his whole fucking life. Mm. I just hate this dude. I hate President 45 with a passion. He just feels like such a bully. And it, like, and everybody just tol like everybody just tolerates it. Like, uh, like I was reading, I made the mistake of look, going up on Twitter to actually see what he like, see hit not only his posts, but the comments. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were just like, ha, 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 you know, mm. they're just like, excellent, Mr. President. Just like, man, these fucking 
pansies, you know? Uh, I forgot who who is it that made... Th- oh, I think the New York Times um, put out a, a meme or a tweet or something like that saying... Um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but that the president essentially bought um, reality show accessibility uh, to politics and the White House, thus invigorating um, a certain amount of the populace. Um, and a lot of people got upset about it at first, um, as I think you mentioned at the top of the show, outrage, outrage culture. Yes. Um, yes. But, but when you look deeper into it, they were actually taking a dig at him because it was saying like, you know, something as important as politics has now been trivialized, and because of, and because of that, there's there's a segment of the population that couldn't keep up with politics before that is now somehow uh, engaged, um, which is a pretty deep insult. I mean, if you if you can't take, look, we all want to have fun in life, but there are certain subjects that you just have to take seriously and you have to approach it with a serious mind. And if the only way you can engage in uh, important subjects is to have it made fun for you or to add bright colors to it, then that says something about your intellect. It says something about your your education, your upbringing, your priorities, basically everything about you. Well, I mean, this is, this is the same guy who's just like, you know, says, uh, says that he's going to work hard, like over the break or whatever and then he goes golfing like seven straight days mm-hmm. i think he's officially like surpassed uh president obama with uh the amount of golfing he's done at least within the first year um and he's on course to do more golfing than president obama did all eight years <laughs> in office it's i wonder if he ever stares at himself in the mirror and comes to the realization that he'll never be the man that obama was i think he does but he doesn't actually see a reflection it's more like uh it's more like a void it's like i wish i knew what i look like (laughs) then he breaks into song you know about some sort of lament of how he can't see his own anyway um i have small hands (laughs) but now i'm free (laughs) I got a big button that makes me feel good. <laughs> you know, because, you know, that meme is everywhere. It's like, you know, the button looks big in small hands. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, uh, don't worry, y'all. I, I, I'm pretty sure we're not all going to die via uh, nuclear holocaust. Um, uh, but if I'm wrong... <laughs> nobody's gonna be able to hold me to it yeah exactly right because we'll all be dead (laughs) um yeah i i uh, there was also like that news was followed shortly by uh the news saying that um kim jong-un well i basically north korea called a hotline to south korea that they haven't used in two years which is like what the fuck is like that's that kind of shit is like they they draped south korea (laughs) yeah more or less i'm not gonna do the song i Uh, is this gonna be the (laughs) is this gonna be the new thing where you just burp on yeah yeah pretty much do are we gonna have to like um 
what's it called when they or when they, uh, when they auto tune shit auto auto tune thank you very much so uh if any of you listeners out there in radioland are really good at that stuff <laughs> and you auto tune uh pavel's burps to like a really cool song we will have you on the show yeah auto tune it's bodak yellow i love that song <laughs> cardi b can't tell I'm if being, being serious. completely serious. I fucking love that song. Really? I do. I really do. Huh. I know, right? Song of the week. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just sorry. Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> um I'm I'm scared. Like I'm honestly scared. Like like I'm wondering if the phone call that North Korea made to South Korea was like your ass is ours, bitch, and you know, <laughs> hang up. <laughs> Sorry, and then, I didn't you know, mean to South la- Korea just shits itself in I, fear. I didn't mean to laugh at that. You're because you're like, I'm scared that this is what I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Pavel and his fears. <laughs> He's concerned for humanity. <laughs> it's so cute. We're all gonna die. <laughs> I I think they were. Shit. Whoa. I wonder what that phone call was. I don't know. I don't know. A hotline, huh? So. Like if you pull some shit. Can you smell the smoke <laughs> from our end? <laughs> just, just creepy, some creepy ass shit. Uh, probably, n- probably nothing like that. I mean, in all in all actuality, if North Korea ever made a move like that, if they just lost their minds, let's say worst case scenario, the only places they could hit for sure are South Korea and possibly Japan. Um, right. But there's no way at this point in time that they that they could hit the continental uh, United States. Well, they would they could detonate a nuke over our airspace and destroy our electrical grid. No, they can't. That's the thing. They 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 don't have the kind of guidance on those missiles yet that would allow it to reliably uh, do that. It would have to be a hail mary pass that has never been attempted in like the history of modern warfare. If you're an in, if you want to be seen as an industrialized nation, you don't just put a nuke on a missile and send it over and hope it hits. You know how expensive <laughs> nukes are. You don't want to miss when you have um, when you're sending one of those things. And uh, who we don't know if they can even reliably have something that would um, like mess up a good portion of our grid for if if they detonated if they detonated something like that over our airspace um in order for it to like really affect a, a large portion of the united states let's say the the northeast or something like that it'd have to be a thermonuclear bomb and they're just now they're just now playing with that you know or at yeah. least theoretically no nope. they, they also have like a but that i mean nuclear weapons are one thing but they also have like a ginormous cachet of like biological weapons you know, they have like all kinds of like you know, sarin gas, you know, all that all that kind of shit. And they could wreak havoc in their area. Yeah, no, for sure. I look, I don't want to be callous and say, hey, they can't hit us. Nothing to worry about. No, that's absolutely not what I'm saying. If they pop off, everybody else gets involved. The world destabilizes to a certain extent. Um, so I don't want it to happen, but. Uh, I am just sort of tired of this uh, 
of this presentation that's being given to the people that it's us versus them like it was us with Russia. Like it's not it's not anywhere close to that. Speaking of Russia, you know, what if like Russia, what if North Korea is just like, you know, asking the Russians for like a guidance system and the Russians are just like, you know, Trump can't give us can't lift the sanctions. Maybe a little guidance system goes to North Korea. Well, that's I, I wouldn't put that out of the realm of possibility. Um, the only thing is that uh, both countries watch each other so closely when it comes down to arms dealing and especially something as sensitive as guidance system for ICBMs that if Russia did that, um, it would automatically trigger a standoff between both countries. And as as much as Putin might want something like that, and even Trump would want something like that. The people who they're surrounded by don't. They're just because it because it's a no win situation, right? It no, is no nobody wins in this situation. No, nobody does. Um, let's change subjects over to um, to heroes and not to villains. Yeah, okay. uh, Erica Garner. Um, daughter of Eric Garner uh, passed. Erica Garner stood up after her father was uh, essentially murdered uh, by the New York Police Department um, in that infamous video where he said over and over again that he couldn't breathe. And it it galvanized the movement a certain uh, to a certain extent, but it, it was also demoralizing in many ways because we saw a man die on video um yeah even though the paramedics got there and said oh no you know he still has a chance or whatever like all signs all like autopsies point to that the fact that he had died on that video um so she stood up and she spoke spoke out against uh police brutality and uh and the status quo of how people of color and minorities are treated in this city and in cities all across America. And in many ways, uh, she was targeted because of that. Um, yeah, of course. I um, mean, like, you know, you can't criticize the police because uh, then you'll then it's like, you know, you're the police warp that message and they 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 think that you're criticizing all police. Mm hmm. And not just the corrupt ones. Mm -hmm. um, and, that's, and that's the thing that they're really kind of like, it, 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 like in retrospect, like about her life and how she stood up against the police, uh, about corruption within the police and how they, they target specifically uh, black youth mm -hmm. and black people in general. Um, it, 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 it reminded me of how, um, how, like ugly things got because if you remember there were the police there was the police union mm -hmm. that was just like uh you know all this thing you know that people he should have complied you know mm -hmm. this is just not just another strategy by the black lives movement mm -hmm. to try to incite violence you know because they these these people can't ask ask themselves the questions of am i wrong mm -hmm. you know is this system broken Mm -hmm. Does it need to be restructured? Absolutely. Uh, instead, it's easier for them to put on like I can breathe T-shirts. Yeah, that was I. 
I gotta say, I'll never forgive them for that. Yeah, like, no. They, Fuck that. It was essentially, it was a very mocking movement um, to a man that died and left uh, his wife and children behind. Um, and he didn't need to. He really didn't need to. Um, and this, but this is why, this is why the movement will never stop. Um, since, since the beginning of this country, uh, policing has had its roots in being biased toward certain uh, toward certain communities. I mean, the policing in this country officially started uh, during slavery. Um, they a certain certain members of the quote unquote white community were given authority to uh, hunt down runaway slaves and and bring them back, usually under any means at their disposal and they were literally called the slave patrol um that morphed into modern policing after uh emancipation uh with certain communities being more dominant uh within the police force than others uh being given a little bit of power given a weapon and um that tradition has carried over into the modern era uh, when we saw uh places like Rosewood and Black Wall Street uh, systematically dismantled. Uh, the police were always there making sure it happened. Uh, when during the civil rights movement, when we saw protesters go to establishments that said, we do not serve black people, we do not serve people of color, and they sat at those counters demanding service because they are American citizens, they pay their taxes, they deserve to eat at any establishment that they want to, that that purports to be itself a, uh, a public establishment. When those people were being assaulted by patrons, the police were right there egging them on. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's woven into the culture. And listen, a lot of people take that sort of talk as anti anti-police, anti-authority. What you have to understand is that you can be you can be anti-police brutality, you can be anti-corruption at but not necessarily be anti-police. I think the concept of policing is a good idea, especially in a society like ours. However, when you look at the institution and its history and, and the inertia that makes it what it is today, you have to you have to go in there and make changes. There, there has never been an institution created by man put on this earth that's just been perfect, that didn't need refinement, that didn't need evolution. And policing is one of those things in our countries that, in our country, that desperately needs that. Yes, absolutely. Like I, I think that there needs to be checks and balances because I feel like there's like the the current system is just not working. There needs to be more like psychological profiling if you're going to put on a badge i just you know I, I it sickens me that um cops there that there are these corrupt cops out there mm -hmm. not all cops just these corrupt cops that are you know sifted in with the good ones that are destroying basically like any kind of trust it has with uh minorities mm -hmm. like my, the minority communities um like I just I I think the whole thing needs to be let's just soup to nuts just needs to be fixed. 
Absolutely. And, and I think that the issue, not to go against anything that you say, but I think that the issue uh, is more nuanced and colorful. And I know that you know this than just um, bad cops being in with the good cops. Right. I think if you if you have if you have a broken system, whether they're good cops or not, um, you create an environment in which uh, corruption is going to flourish, even with the good cops. I mean, it's true. A, a good if, if you look at a good cop, are you, are you going to see that that good cop is good all the time? That they don't that they haven't done something like along the, up. along the way yeah. in their career that you know it's like that even if they don't kill somebody or racially profile somebody there's something that they could have done within that system and gotten away with it that deteriorates the whole same thing with bad cops i'm sure that there are bad cops who love their families who love their children who go to church hell they may even donate to certain organizations <laughs> and then turn around and persecute the very people that those donations are there to help you know, it's it's there are many subtle shades of gray. So, the ultimate, uh, the ultimate solution is not just to go in there and find the bad cops and pluck them out and kick them out. Though that is necessary, it's about changing the system so that it facilitates uh, a more honorable police force. Yeah, and I feel like I hear about that all the time. Um, just like you know, people who serve their community. Um, you know, have loving families, and at the same time, it's like, you know, they'll they'll consider uh, like laptops and computers going toward going to the PJs as like, uh, like people sucking off the government teat, <laughs> making things harder for the rest of us. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm referencing somebody very specific, so I'm yeah. going to stop. I'm going to stop right there. Um, Are you talking about Joe? <laughs> Who lives right next door? Oh, man. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> God damn it. Why'd you have to blow it? So I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> Joe. Yo, mama. Uh, oh. <laughs> whack. Wow. <laughs> wow. But um, but just, uh, bringing it, uh, just bringing it back to... Um, what sparked off the conversation um yeah there is a very serious problem in our society and we can't just gloss over it and say you know the police are the ones who protect us you know we have to take a very close look at them because if we want a good society then we have to hold everybody and everything up to a standard and not see anything as beyond reproach and that's something that erica garner uh championed uh, while while she was alive so yeah i i just personally want to say thank you uh, erica garner and and rest in power rest in power all right um so we have to switch over switch gears a little bit let's switch it over buddy all right let's do it all right i'm pablo morale martinez i'm ernesto mancibo and together we are robots, robots versus taxes on radio free brooklyn we had a lot of good movies last year. Yes, we did. <laughs> in 2017. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that trend is just going to keep going. But before we can move forward, we have to look back. 
<laughs> Counting down the top ten movies of no, I'm not. <laughs> with a special dedication to Kathleen in Jersey. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing Casey Kasem. I gotta stop that. <laughs> oh boy. Um so Pablo, what off the top of your head, uh what's uh What's a movie from last year that you that you think was like really awesome? Get out, get out. Fine, I'll leave. What? Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, where are you going? <laughs> oh, you meant the movie Get Out. <laughs> oh, you mean the comedy? Yeah. Oh, God, no, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm fucking around. According fucking around. to the Emmys, right? I know, right? Jeez, but. Uh, yeah, that that was a good. There, I, I gotta say, there are very few days um, that I don't think about the sunken place. <laughs> oh shit, man! <laughs> I, I mean, as a little bit of a sidetrack, every time um, I saw uh, cutaways in Stranger Things season two of Eleven, like in that dark place, sort of like reaching out to her, <laughs> reaching out to her mom or other people and stuff like that through her psychic power, I kept thinking to myself, are we going to see, like, this This is sort of like the bottom of the sunken place. Oh, shit, that's <laughs> right. Um, actually, um, any time Eleven goes into that, like, like that oil-colored, mm-hmm. like, colorless void. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's actually, they're ripping off directly from this really great Scarlett Johansson movie oh. uh, called Under the Skin. I highly suggest you check that out. Yeah. It's really, it's like hard sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Really awesome too. I gotta say, I had a little resistance to seeing that just because I thought ScarJo just did like fluff, especially after, nah, th- dude. especially after that Ghost in the Shell fiasco. <gasps> but you know, uh, yeah, but that's recent fluff. That's uh, under true. the skin came before. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. All right, why all right fine. <laughs> I feel like I'm morphing into that puppet in Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a reference. You're going to do that now. And then. All right. Now I'm going to stop there doing that. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. Get Out was one of my favorites. What was one of your favorites? Mm, I got to say uh, Thor Ragnarok. Doc, that movie's fucking dope. Man, there was something. I had felt for a while that I had gone marvelous, if that's a word. I don't mean marvelous. Oh, okay. Marvel hyphen L E S S. Okay. You know, for a good portion of the year. I And when that movie showed up, it had Thor and it had the Hulk. We hadn't seen them since Civil War. I was just like, oh, yeah, I know, right? man, it was so great. There were references to the other parts of the universe. We saw Doctor Strange in the film. Yes, that was really cool. And the, the, his confrontation with Loki, his interaction with Loki was my favorite part. Oh, yeah. I've been falling for a half hour. You know, that kind of <laughs> shit. I loved, I loved that movie. It was so, so good. And I feel like it's, it was like the little taste of like, all right, we're we're taking this universe 
into high gear. This is like the road to Infinity War, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I mean, the whole thing's been a road to Infinity yes, War from exactly. the beginning, from, from Iron like Man 1. But, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, this is like, you know, it's like we're about to round the corner. So Yeah, I know. Yeah. Psyched. So psyched. Mm. Black Panther. Oh. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> That's the future. Um, what was I going to say? Ah, uh, yes. Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Which I coincidentally have on pause. <laughs> coincidentally, I have on pause in the background. Um, yeah, I, I God damn, I fucking love love Blade Runner. Um, I mean, I, I was I was more with the first movie. I was more enamored with the concept of Blade Runner mm-hmm. than I was with the actual movie. The movie's kind of. Story-wise, script-wise, the original Blade Runner is kind of thin and kind of a little shit. Um, But, man, they took everything that I loved about the first one, which was just, like, the detective noir thing going on and the the weird futurism, the cyberpunkness of it all, and they just kind of amplified it in the sequel. So... And it came with three really great YouTube videos. It did? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, one directed by uh, Shinichiro Watanabe mm-hmm. of Cowboy Bebop fame. <laughs> really good. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, really. I fucking just love the look of it. I know it was uh, – It's some of, the, some of the reviews that came out for it were saying that it was sexist, but I don't particularly find it so. Mm. Um and yeah, I just thought it was awesome. Yeah. Well, it definitely objectified women a little bit with the giant naked hologram. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? So, but um, I gotta say, like, as as much as I stand against sexism, I think there was something about um, that depiction within this environment that uh, drove it home for the viewer. It's you a know? dystopia. It's a dystopia. You know, there's like all th- all <sighs> any modicum of decency and. Um, chastity has long since dried up (laughs) so you know this is this is a future where it's just like everything is a uh, what's it called a commodity you know yeah especially bodies and and stuff like that so My, my wife was just like looking at the looking at the movie with the first and second one, she made the same comment where she was like, why does everything look so shitty? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, well, that's kind of what that's kind of what cyberpunk is. <laughs> it's where the future fails. And she was she was really she just loved that concept. She didn't like me mansplaining cyberpunk to her. But oh, did uh, you did you <laughs> did you put one foot up on a stool and like lean in <laughs> and say, well, well, toots, <laughs> let, let me, me tell you something <laughs> about cyberpunk. First, you ring a ding ding. I'm the- sorry. <laughs> I just turned into the dice, man. <laughs> hey. <laughs> a little Miss Muffet sat on a duffet. Hey, fuck off. <laughs> let Rover take over. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jeez. Shout out to the dice man. Jeez. <laughs> but um <laughs> But yeah, no, Cyberpunk definitely has to have that everything has gone to shit look. Like 
the matrix. Yeah. You know, I mean, when if you were not jacked in, you were wearing you were wearing tatters at best. <laughs> <laughs> and you were grateful for it. You were wearing like uh, 40th generation hand-me-downs. <laughs> Eating bowls full of snot. Oh yeah. Pretending it's tasty meat. Yeah, it's yeah. just <laughs> like, you know, battling with yourself over returning back to the Matrix for, you know for some semblance of civility. Yeah. Yeah. Not being able to hear, you know, your bunkmate masturbate. <laughs> oh gee. Oh. <laughs> you know you know like APOC was getting his shit in. And that <laughs> And that cavernous tank uh, is like, will you stop? <laughs> Everyone can hear you. <laughs> I don't care. I'm 100% full old-fashioned homegrown human. <laughs> Born right here in Zion. Oh. <laughs> Even his brother is like, it contains amino acids. Oh, <laughs> I bet nobody, nobody wanted to touch the consoles that Tank used to work. Uh-huh. You know when he would put everybody in the Matrix and you know load programs and stuff like that. He'd be like, "No, don't, don't touch any of that shit, Neo." <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> we're going off the rails. What is one of your favorite movies oh, in 2017? Shit. In 2017, <laughs> I gotta say. Over the last few weeks, and after several YouTube videos going into reviews and spoof reviews, I gotta say, The Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there there were certain things that, you know, even still, I I have to question, but I appreciate the decisions that they made, and there was this great YouTube video that I'm still watching uh, that Kevin Smith made, um, talking about uh, The Last Jedi, and he he pointed out some really great uh, aspects of the film that affected me, but I feel like I overlooked until he spoke about it. There was, um, and I won't spoil the whole thing because you should definitely watch it, but he said, and he got emotional when he he talked about it. He always does. But he really got, (laughs) like he got so emotional, like I, I even had to check myself. He was just like, the moment where Luke is on the Millennium Falcon, and he comes face to face with R2D2. He was like, This is literally where the whole thing started. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the before that, he was just some kid on a moisture farm. And R2D2 was just some droid that they bought by mistake. Like they bought another droid and then it broke down right there. And they bought it back and got R2D2. First of all, who would think that Jawas would have like a great return and exchange policy? I know, right? <laughs> we guarantee <laughs> you'll get a good deal on a droid, or we don't say who teeny. You know, <laughs> the original nobody beats the whiz. You know? so. Oh man! But when he was when nobody he... beats the was, nah, I'm just <laughs> stop. Woo! <laughs> Zingers. We're just having fun here. But um <laughs> but the way he was talking about it, he was just like, This is how it started. And then when R2 D2 uh projected the that image of Leia from A New Hope, he's just like he 
Kevin Smith said, I literally started crying in the theater. So we're going to have to put a pause on this where I'm getting the low battery from our uh, from our recorder. We'll be right back. Damn droid. <laughs> Sexual satisfaction. Is that how he talks? I know he has a like a like I thought, a weird accent. I thought he was more like, yeah, weird accent with sort of like a monotone. I mean, the only way I re- <laughs> the longest I've ever heard him speak was on that episode of The Simpsons where he guest starred. So, oh, OK. Yeah. Um, the longest I've ever heard him speak was uh, in Iron Man 2 when he's like, I've got an idea for a solar power jet, you know, and I was just like, this guy talks weird. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Elon Musk. <laughs> I'm making fun of the way he speaks. That guy has billions of dollars. I, I, he, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he became the world's first trillionaire. I think he's, he could possibly do that. If he gets this um, Hyperloop thing off the ground, he could very well be. He could very well be. What do you mean? What Hyperloop thing? It's a Stargate. No, I'm just kidding. It's oh, a, what it is. <laughs> Don't tell me shit like that. For a split second, yeah, you were like, I, know. I was like, <gasps> that guy would fucking do it. Stargate. You know? <laughs> like he's got SpaceX already. He could, he could be trying to put himself out of business. Yeah. But um, it's uh, essentially a new kind of transit system um, underground where they create like a vacuum and they shoot uh, pods like through and they can travel like hundreds of miles uh, an hour. Um, it would like shorten the the trip between New York and like really far places, either the West Coast or down the East Coast to like an hour or less or something like that. Really? Like, yeah. So so basically they've, they've converted, they've built a transit system based on old timey, like, you know, uh, I'm going to put these papers in this capsule and send it up to you know yep. publishing. Yep, that's yep. basically it's essentially it. it. Essentially, holy it. Good shit! Good call, dude. Good God call. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna Futurama uh, <laughs> America. So oh my God. <laughs> Fucking hell, man! Wow. So uh, as we were talking about before, oh yes, what is right. what is your um, other favorite movie of 2017 wonder woman oh good one yes. good one uh you know politics aside um which is rare for the show <laughs> it's half our format <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stay tuned yeah um but like her like gal gadot's performance was amazing like i thought was just amazing like she really Man, she really has so much fun playing that character, mm-hmm. and I thought it, it like shone through. So yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite movie that you liked from the previous year? Oh, from the previous year. No. <laughs> <laughs> Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. <laughs> well, that was from the the previous previous yeah. year. So, and I I gotta say that's Bustis League. It's still. Uh, I still believe it's it's the tour de force of our times. What Justice League? No. Oh God! Batman, versus, Batman Superman. versus Superman. So much so that, buddy, for your birthday, I'm gonna get you the <laughs> the Ultra HD box set. I would the 4K. I would kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm just. 
pulling up uh, movies from 2017 so we can get we can like have a broader spectrum of like. Uh, I didn't see Dunkirk. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I was kind of like done with like the whole like. White people have done so much for us during the years. <laughs> like I get it. Oh, fucking Baby Driver. Oh, Baby Driver. The soundtrack of that movie alone. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I actually bought that on vinyl. Yeah. It's uh, it's one of my favorites. Did you edit out the uh, the Kevin Spacey parts or? <laughs> yeah, I replaced it with Christopher Plummer. <laughs> oh A la Ridley Scott. Um. Fuck Logan, Logan, Logan. How can we forget Logan? Yes. Well, Logan, Logan took a piece of our hearts uh, with it. Um, but I gotta say, and I think we've said this on a previous podcast. Now that uh, Disney has brought up uh, Fox Entertainment, and uh, Hugh Jackman did say he would put the claws on again if he could be an yes, Avengers. Yes, that's right. I, I'm, I'm hoping beyond hope that. Uh, that that happens yeah really i'm just like uh, let him just fucking just one last time uh, yeah but then how are they gonna explain it oh you know the he stepped through the reality gem you know yeah god how many times are they gonna use these fucking gems they haven't used them at all except except for somebody getting exposed to them like uh accidentally you know oh yeah right well whatever <laughs> Thanos is going to show us how you really use him. Shit. To punch a man in an iron suit in the face. <laughs> he didn't even use his glove hand for that. <laughs> he didn't. That's no, right. He was just fucking. Just fucking. He was like, Purple Fury. <laughs> you know? It's just like, hey, man, you got something on your face. <laughs> My fist. <laughs> and he just went down. Yeah. He went down hard. <laughs> Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 oh, yes. was also a delightful romp this year. That was um it was a movie that I was surprised like I was surprised at how sad it was. And that's yeah. kind of <laughs> one of the reasons why I why um I put it on like my best of 2017 list. Yeah. They um that's that's a great thing about Guardians of the Galaxy. They since they're not the um like the poster superheroes of the Marvel universe. They're just sort of a ragtag group. Um, you can sort of do almost anything with them. You can take those risks and they pay off because people have fun with them, you know? Yeah. I mean, I like that opening sequence with guardians of the galaxy yes. two <laughs> was worth the price of admission alone. <laughs> Just group baby group dancing. The whole movie could have been that, but they <laughs> they really brought in some like um, just like a, a really interesting story about father and son. Yeah, and like and the movie is it's kind of like it's it's right there in the villain's name. Like the movie is about wrestling with your ego. So I kind of thought like like Marvel kind of has been like really adding a lot of subtext to their movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of. You know, with Thor Ragnarok and it's, um, you know, it's basically talking about, you know, how America was founded on slavery and mm-hmm. crime and murder um, and how Guardians of the Galaxy was talking about, you know, um, the perils of 
thinking that just because you're born into something that you have to like you have to take advantage of it you know mm. this kind of weird egocentric view that is viewed as like toxic i thought it was really cool um uh, i've got like let's go over some of them some of the meh movies the meh movies the meh movies mm. that captured our imagination <laughs> Um, Justice League. <laughs> Justice League, right. Mm. Um, you mean you can talk to fish? <laughs> there was that second time that he brought it up where I actually thought it was funny. He was like, do, do you talk to fish? But I was just like, why would Bruce... I don't know. Bruce Wayne doesn't never struck me as a person that, that speaks that unsure of himself. <laughs> this is me being a nerd. That's can true. We, can we say it? <laughs> That's true. I'm a nerd. It. <laughs> yeah. Does that fall into the meh? Because it was just like, eh. I wouldn't call it meh. I mean, I was, I mean, I wasn't scared in that movie, but I could see that the imagery could be seen as scary. Um, and I thought that the actor who played Pennywise did a fucking awesome job. So you wouldn't put it in that category? Nah, I wouldn't put it as meh. Okay. Yeah. I kind of would. It was decent. Well, why? Because, like, it, with, a, with a show like, Str I, I hate to say it, but Stranger Things just kicked its ass. I mean, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you're looking for, like, if the whole point of that was, like, 80s nostalgia, mm -hmm. I was like, there's a show that's doing this way better. That's true. Um, that is true. Yeah. So I, I think that. And and sometimes it was just like weird, like remember they're just like we have to clean this bloody bathroom, and then it's just like becomes like a sweet team building exercise. It's like what tone are they going for in this movie? And they did a better job than like professional companies who come in to <laughs> that's right to clean up murder jobs. Like they, there wasn't a drop. <laughs> One of the benefits of child labor. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Is their tiny hands can get into all the crevices. <laughs> yeah. Do the job right. Yeah. <laughs> Robots versus taxes completely supports the idea of job. No, I'm, no we no, don't. No, no, we don't. Send all letters and emails <laughs> to Pablo Martinez. Appeal bucks. <laughs> 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 I'm so excited for DC books now. That's weird. DC books. That's that's where they're doing it. Yeah. Hopefully they can uh, figure their shit out and get some of that on stream. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're gonna they're gonna retcon everything with fucking uh, uh, what's it called? Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Yeah. 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 That movie can't come soon enough. It's like, all right, do over Mulligan. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we got a Shazam movie in the works. <laughs> uh. <laughs> who cares um yeah so uh yeah so there's that uh there's black panther and hopefully there's another year of just living yeah breathing air <laughs> living would be the greatest <laughs> adventure of all be just fucking fantastic <laughs> life <laughs> It's what's for dinner. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh. And I think that amount wraps her up. All right. All right. All right.
right, guys. We'll see you next time. I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. You have yourself a nice day. Song of the week. Mm. Tengo todo, papi. Tengo todo, papi. Tengo fly, tengo party, tengo una suavesura. Tengo todo, papi. Tengo todo, papi. Tengo fly, tengo party, tengo una suavesura. Tengo todo, papi. Tengo todo, papi. Tengo fly, tengo party, tengo una suavesura. Tengo todo, papi. Tengo todo, papi. Tengo fly, tengo party, tengo una suavesura. Thank you.